0: Soaring star listeners, thank you so much for being here today. We have another wonderful episode and guest planned for today. I am joined by the fabulous Takunda. She's an icon, a queen, just like everything and more. My role model, like my inspiration, like I don't have enough good things to say about her. Like I could talk all day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. You are just way too kind. You're way too, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. All of those compliments. That's so crazy. But oh my gosh, I'm so grateful. Oh my gosh. That's so sweet. You, I think you are like my positivity role model, actually. And I'm just like, I just want like a life that is filled with so much just joy and like positive energy in life i just want my life to be like yours like i want to have like <sighs> that amount of joy and positivity <sighs> in my life like it's so inspiring so, I am yeah. <laughs> oh
0: you are so sweet you're you so talking sweet. about
1: um role models you're my role model
0: yes. oh that is so adorable oh my gosh well if i'm jacuna's <laughs> role model then like i can just like I could just leave the earth because like (laughs) I've accomplished, I've accomplished all my goals. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh, that is so adorable. Both of
1: us, both you and I could just leave now.
0: Perfect. Let's get on a spaceship. Literally, literally, we're going to space. (laughs)
1: Let's just have our own universe, which is just like filled with positivity and love and just like, Bright colors,
0: lots of purple for you. <laughs> oh, you're so cute. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we should just start that. We should just, seriously just start that. Like, yes. <laughs> I'm so about it. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, Takunda is so insightful and she just has so much, like, wisdom and she's just, she always knows exactly what to say and I just, like, I just admire her, like, so much. I'm always just, like, in awe of just, like, the love and the energy that she pours into this world. Um, so I know that she's just going to, um, just be just join us for this incredible conversation today on um, self compassion and relationships kind of mashing up two different life topics
1: right right and thank you um, yeah, I think my insightfulness and wisdom just comes from. Things that I have learned I I never talk about anything that I haven't experienced. So it's just it's just comes from all the lessons. Things that I learned from life. And also I love talking to people. So I think a lot of the time I I end up with like a lot of wisdom just pulled in together from so many places. And I think like talking to people, that's like my gift. So and I, I, I value that. I value that a lot. I, I like doing that because I feel like I learn a lot because I'm just like I like to consider us people as just like learners in this universe, we're here to learn. So it's like every day I wake up and I'm like, what am I gonna learn today? Like, what is today's purpose today? What, what, why did I wake up, wake up today for one more day? So yeah, I just think like talking to people is where I mostly gain my wisdom, but thank you so much for saying that about me. <laughs> I think I, I, I it would be not right of me also just like thank the universe for putting all the people in my life that bring in all the wisdom that I pull in from. So, yeah.
0: What a beautiful outlook. <laughs> and you have so many amazing stories that you, that you draw from. And I feel like there's just so much power in, in stories and um, as you're right. saying, like our experiences that um, we can draw upon. I like to think of it as like our life encyclopedias that we can just kind of, um, we can just kind of like take that information and, and use it as we go.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. Well I
0: love it. So I'll go ahead and share how Takunda and I met. And then I'll yeah, let Takunda. The best um, story. <laughs> such an interesting story. Um, and then I'll go ahead and let Takunda tell us a little bit more about herself too. Um, so Takunda and I met at a little, I guess it was like a little get together. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was a little get together <laughs> in an apartment and I guess neither one of us really lived in that apartment um definitely a very memorable yeah. place <laughs> and we were, just, we were just sitting we were sitting next to each other on the couch yeah and I just like, turned to my side and I was like oh my god I was like she's so cute she seems so cool I was like I just love her like I just want to like <laughs> I literally just, like, need to become friends with her. Like, that is just, like, my mission of, um, of this event right now. And some of the other people were being a little chaotic, a little concerning. <laughs> so I feel like we just really, that, like, brought us together. Like, we just, right. like, the trauma brought us together. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: I agree. The trauma of that event. You are absolutely right. And I think I had the, the exact same sentiment as well. Like, I just feel like I was at that party. And then you came along, you sat next to me, and I was just like, oh my gosh, I just met my person. At this party, this is crazy. Because everybody else, I was just like, what in the world is happening here? Like, This is not at all like <laughs> my, my comfort zone. So yeah, it was really, really cool how we met. And um, I think if anything, that party, the intention for me to go there was for F to me. That is all like, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think the universe just wanted us to be there at that exact exactly. time. So our, so our exactly. paths could cross. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and then the rest is history. We just like literally yeah. became friends. We hit it off that night. I remember we took some cute selfies and then yes. Yes. <laughs> And then we just started hanging out. It was so cute and adorable. And even though I have moved from Indy, I just like, I just know Jakunda is going to be a forever friend. Like she's yes. just, she's someone who I will just always love.
1: Yes. Oh, I'll always love you too, honey. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. This is so sweet. I'm oh so happy. Gosh. Yes, no, you, I'm, we're like, the rest is history. Like, there's no looking back now. We're friends, we're going to be friends for a long
0: time. <laughs> we're in it together. Yes, I love we're in it. it together. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I love this. Oh my gosh, and Jakunda, do you want to um maybe tell us a little bit more about you and your background and, and your story as well?
1: Yeah, Perfect. of course. Um, so, huh, I don't know what where to start. You know, when people always ask you, like, to introduce yourself, I don't know, I always get, like, I'm I'm like, oh, suddenly I don't know anything about myself. It's because you have so many amazing
0: things. You don't even know where to like, which ones to share because there's so many.
1: Right, exactly, exactly. (laughs) So, um, what can I say? Um, I live in Indianapolis, I guess, and that's where we met. We met in Indianapolis, uh, where I currently live. And um, yeah, I've lived here for about. 11 years now. Yeah, I was counting. Uh, It'll be 11 years in two months. Yes, in two months, it'll be 11 years. And that's when I moved from Zimbabwe. um, And I moved from Zimbabwe when I was 17. So right out of high school. And then I went to college here and then I've lived here since. So yeah, and what else? Um, Did I miss anything? Do I need to add anything else?
0: I think that was that was perfect. That gave us a yeah. nice a nice little view. Um, what are like some of your hobbies?
1: Oh, good questions. Yeah, I always forget to talk about that. Um, some of my hobbies. Well, I also have podcasts, so that's that's a cool thing. Oh, that's
0: <laughs> right. Yes.
1: Oh my gosh! Yes. And
0: what's the name of your podcast so everyone knows?
1: It's called Dare to Be um but you gotta look Dare to Be by Takunda Dingo because there is I know there's a few um podcasts called Dare to Be but you can find it on any outlet like Apple podcast Spotify Google um it's on there um yeah and um I I talk about the things that I'd love to talk about the most which is um really self-awareness um spirituality personal growth um, just things of that nature and just how we're all connected in the universe. And yeah, that's, that's like one of my passions um, as far as hobby-wise. But I have other hobbies that are more, I guess, fun. Um, I'm just like an all-around creative person. I love doing creative things. So um, I, I, I love to sew. I love to anything creative. I love to paint. Um, I love to take pictures. Um, videos, anything, anything creative that you can think of. I've probably tried it. I also love to cook. Um, yeah. So lots of hobbies. I think that's yeah. That's that's just a few of them.
0: <laughs> oh my god! And you're so talented too. Like, just so everyone knows, Dukunda recently um posted a photo in this like really cute yellow top that she made.
1: <laughs> yes, I did. Um, I actually uh, vowed to myself that. I think for a big chunk of the summer, I'm gonna try to make a lot of my outfits. Um, yeah, for, for oh the most part.
0: Oh my gosh, Tom Ford better watch <laughs> out. Like <laughs> Jacunda's coming for him. Like you should do a yeah, fashion line. We're coming
1: for everybody. <laughs> <gasps>
0: oh my god, Bye. I love it. She's just so multi-talented. We love, we love, we love. Oh my gosh. And I'm so excited to jump into today's topics. So as we mentioned, we are going to be discussing self-compassion and relationships. Yeah. And Jakun and I were talking, and there's honestly a lot of crossover between those those two topics. And it might not seem like it, but I feel like really in order to kind of enter into a relationship, whether it's with friends, um, a partner, um, family, you would like definitely have to like cultivate self-compassion and kind of like bring that into the relationship so i'm excited to just to just dive right in
1: yeah i i couldn't agree more and i'm actually just going to start with um a a topic a point i told you um earlier that i read an article that actually talked about how um self-compassion is directly linked to how people behave in relationships and what behaviors they um they show um, in relationships and also how they're attached to their relations in their relationships. Um, yeah, and they said that a lot of times people who um, had more, uh, had, had like a better ability or a better capability to be self-compassionate for themso- on themselves uh, showed more positive traits in relationships. So yeah, I just thought that was really interesting. And it just got me to think a lot about like, I guess, my past experiences, my past relationships, because I just really started to think, um, how self-compassionate was I in my previous relationships? And how did that affect the relationships that I was in? Whether it was a friendship or a romantic relationship, whatever it was. And I just thought that was really interesting.
0: Yeah, that is so fascinating. And it it does seem like too, a lot of times people can kind of lose their sense of self when they enter into relationships. So whether that's like with a significant other or like a friendship, I feel like we've all been in friendships, at least with someone. And like, we just kind of like almost like become someone else because we right. just like, we get pulled in. It's like, it's like a magnet. It's just like, we get pulled in and we just get taken away from from who we are. And we have to kind of like take a step back and kind of like remind ourselves who we really are.
1: Right, right, I, I totally agree. Like that's such a good point. And I, 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 ha- um, I don't mean to skip, through a lot that we're going to talk about, but I just wanted to mention this before I end up forgetting, because that's just how my brain works sometimes. I'll forget everything if I don't say. But it just kind of what you said just kind of made me think, like reminded me of um, how oftentimes, like I'm always speaking with my friends, and we're talking about um, when you look back at a relationship, and sometimes when you look back at why it didn't work out and things like that. And I think for me personally, like when I looked back at um my relationships or like one one past relationships, one past relationship, I guess. Um, when I looked back at that, I realized that in that relationship, I really had lost a like sense of who I am, like you're saying. Like I I had literally molded like just like I don't, what's the word? Just um come together with this person, become like the same person with this person. And um, that's not to say that that person was bad or anything like that. It's just, I, re- I recognize now looking back that I was not fully being myself. There are so many things, like things, even small things that we were talking about, just like the hobbies that I love to do. I realized that when I was in that relationship, I had stopped liking those hobbies. I'd stopped wanting to do those things because I was so busy trying to do all the things that I thought would like would like sustain the relationship but then at the end of the day it like you know things like that never turn out well because it ends up being that one person is getting what they want and another person is either being resentful or losing track of who they are and things like that and now I think when i look back at that i look back at that and i'm like i am so glad i mean of course when it happened it didn't feel like that but i am so glad that that didn't work out because it allowed me an opp- it gave me the opportunity to be able to look back and realize that this is not the trajectory that i want to ever go in when it comes to relationships because i don't want to lose track of myself and i think that's actually like the biggest one of the biggest parts of like self compassion it's allowing yourself giving yourself grace for when you realize that you were not really acting in your best self or you you didn't know something that you could have known better at that time and giving yourself grace for that time so that you can allow yourself and give yourself the opportunity to be able to learn from that moment I don't
0: know if that makes sense. <laughs> oh, honey, that made perfect sense. That yeah. was like loud and clear. <laughs> like, oh my God, that was amazing. I was going to ask you too, your definition of self-compassion. And I love that you brought up grace because I feel like that, yes. is, that is such a big component um, to the overall concept. So kind of to right. build off that, I kind of see, I kind of see self-compassion as grace, kindness, and understanding, I think those are really kind of like the three, the three big things for me. So just like, I think kindness, just like treating yourself like just kindly, just being nice to yourself. Right. Um, I feel like there's sometimes we think these thoughts and we would never say them to another person, but we like say them to ourselves and it's so That's sad. It's like so sad. Um, understanding, I think just trying to understand like who we are and like why we do what we do and, like what makes us tick. Um, so that's like a big aspect. And then as you said, Grace, um, you kind of hit the nail on the head. And I wanted to share um, this checklist that I've actually been using recently. Right. So um, I've been utilizing this little list of four different questions. And it's kind of like a little personal like check-in, almost like, che- like checking the... Um, my like emotional thermometer and just kind of like seeing how I'm doing. So the four questions are: Have I reminded myself of my worth today? Now that's number one. Number two, what's my self-talk and my attitude looking like today? Number three, am I fulfilling my purpose and my why today? And number four, have I rested and felt gratitude for my blessings today. Um, So whenever I'm feeling like a little bit like dejected or just like, I'm just like feeling a little stuck in the day, like maybe it's in the afternoon, maybe it's at night, um, I'll just like pull out my checklist and I'll just like, I'll just do a little thinking, close my eyes, take some deep breaths and and just think about those things.
1: I love that, I love that, oh my goodness, yes. Oh my goodness, that's that's like such an amazing idea. I think um, that's, it actually inspires me because I feel like I'm not very good at doing list checklists where I can go and check things and be like, okay, let's do a moment to like check back, um, especially like in a moment where, where I'm like going through like a moment of anxiety, like, oh my goodness, this is not going the way that I wanted it to go or this is going this way and this is not what I wanted. This is not the outcome that I wanted. Um, And I think that's really good to have, like, a little checklist, something that you can read to constantly reaffirm yourself of those things. Yeah.
0: Oh, my gosh. Thanks, honey. I feel like everyone just kind of has, like, something that that works for them. Um, Right. But I'm curious. So maybe, like, what are some ways that you feel like you've kind of, like, um, cultivated self-compassion or, like, show yourself uh, that compassion?
1: Yeah, Um, and I think I love the examples that you gave of what you, uh, how you view self-compassion, and I totally agree with them. Um, And I think those are exactly how I also view uh, self-compassion. I think I would also just like to, like for me, I would like to also add just like the ability to reflect. I know that's two words, but I think that it does. (laughs) It does kind of reply, um, the the ability or the willingness, not necessarily the ability, because I think we all have the ability, but it's just like the willingness to be able to to reflect, the willingness to be able to look at a situation and be like, oh, this wasn't me showing up as my best self, but you know what, that's okay. I have another opportunity to try again. I can try again tomorrow or next week or when the situation presents itself. And I think that's the biggest part of self-compassion. And I think that, that aspect of it is oftentimes what sometimes make, makes it hard for people to practice self-compassion. You know, it's the idea that once you have, like practicing self-compassion goes hand in hand with, reflecting on things that may otherwise make you feel shame and guilt so the 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 desire to want to avoid the feelings of shame and guilt can oftentimes make people um steer away from um the idea of like self-compassion steer away from doing that uh, because they don't wanna feel those feelings. right? Because those feelings can seem so strong. um, And I think actually, however, allowing yourself to go through moments where you feel those feelings and being able to get past that by being like, by recognizing that, okay, I did this thing or I um, gave away my power in this relationship or whatever the case might have been. But that does not define me. That is not who I am. Doesn't have to be who I am. That was what the situation, the state of mind that I was in in that situation at that time, because I didn't know what I know now. And that's okay. That is okay. That's that's how life works, and we're constantly learning. If you know, if you knew anything right now, there would be no reason for you to be having a an earthly experience because you'd already know everything. So you would just be like in in a different paradigm, I guess, Um, having the time of your life, but we're here to learn. So it's okay if you didn't know something yesterday or last week that you now know, new information is always coming at you. And so allowing yourself to observe those feelings of like shame and guilt and being able to be like, I don't have to attach myself to this shame and this guilt. I am going to choose to be more compassionate on myself and understand that I can't know everything and that's okay. And that is that was just something that I needed to learn in that moment. And now I've learned, I know that I'm going to do better. And I think that when you are not able to give yourself the compassion for something, that is when you start to have, um, that's, that's when the slippery slope starts, right? Where you start to actually just like, to perpetuate the same patterns because you don't want to, because now when you look at that situation, you attach yourself to that situation and you actually start to define yourself as that situation, as that person that sh- didn't show up as their best self. And then you just have, now you just have a pattern. Um, yeah.
0: Um, wow. I'm just <laughs> blown away because that was just so beautiful and just like, Oh, just brilliant and insightful. Um, I love that so, I love everything you just said so much. Um, I think I have really learned through meditation to kind of, kind of like building off of what um, you had just discussed. I think I really have like learned through the practice of meditating to just kind of accept thoughts and situations for what they are. Um, and just realizing that we don't always have control over these things right right? Right. um you know like but everything is kind of temporary right so it's like if you if you're in a situation that's not ideal or you're having thoughts that aren't ideal they come and they go right Right. i mean that's just kind of life and we can just kind of ride the wave and just kind of accept those things and i love what you said about like not judging and just like taking it for what it is and just continuing to to learn and just continuing to evolve. So if you're feeling down and out, that's okay. That's okay because tomorrow is a brand new day. You can literally restart tomorrow. You can heal from anything that's happened today and you've got this this brand new, fresh shot again. Um, And you can just keep showing yourself self-compassion.
1: Right, I agree, I agree. Um, And I think, I was going to say um, your meditation example. I love that. And I, I realized as you started to say that, that I haven't even, um, said the tools that you asked me that I normally use for um, self-compassion. And I think I, I'm i with you on that one. I also meditate. That's one way that I use to um, just ground myself, reground myself, and bring myself back um, into connection with my higher self. Um, So that I can just remind myself that every day is a learning experience. And yesterday was yesterday. Today, tomorrow is tomorrow. I can't worry about it any more than I can change it. So um, I'm going to embrace this moment that I'm in right now. And I think that's what meditation has really taught me to just appreciate the moment for what it is. And um, I think it's really even taught me just to like, have gratitude just to be in a in a in a in a space mindset of gratitude um yeah and I think that's that's like something that like also helps I try to always um I think I feel like that's my thing like trying to always like find little things to be grateful for to have gratitude for in my day-to-day sometimes I'm just like I am grateful right now that I I have this. I'm drinking this juice. Like that's (laughs) that's like the little things, the little things. Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful right now that I just talked to my friend. How many people like I I I know there's somebody out there that wishes they could be talking to somebody, and I have that. I just spoke to my friend right now, so that's amazing. That's yay for me. So um, yeah, so just finding the little things in in life, the everyday things in life, just to be grateful for to have gratitude for um, i think that's what i i like to focus on um, and i think also um another thing that really helps me is um this i don't know if you've ever heard of these but these sound bowls um oh, yes, I, like, I, yes, talk. yes i have one and i love that tool oh my gosh it's like life-changing like i love what i just like um like it or use it i don't know what the right term is <laughs> but um yeah when i use it just before like i meditate or like during my meditation like i feel like it just really helps ground me and i feel like just being able to do that i like to meditate like first thing in the morning so just being able to do that in the morning I feel like just sets me up for like a much better day um as far as like um being able to ground my emotions and how I'm feeling um yeah and then I feel like once I feel great about myself like I feel like it becomes a little bit um easier for me to share that with everybody else so yeah
0: And you share so much love and so much just um, good energy and magic with the world. So um, I think we all need to, to do what Takunda is doing because the world will just be such a better place. Um,
1: Thank you, honey.
0: Of course. I love those practices. Those are both so lovely. I really want to get a sound bowl now. So that sounds amazing. I have my little, um, I got some sage spray, so it's supposed to be just kind of like sage in a bottle. So like, yeah. sometimes I'm like, if people are just being bad energy, if they're just bringing in some bad vibes, I'm like, let me get my spray. And I'm exactly. like, I'm just literally, I'm I like, I just spray for a second. Like, I don't have time to like burn the whole sage and like do that whole number, but I do have my little spray. So right. like, yes, I like, so I like literally will bring it to like, like if I'm going somewhere, like, cause you yes. never know. You yes. never know.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Oh, I
0: love that. <laughs> I sh- oh my God, honey, I should have brought it the night we met. I should have brought it to, I should have brought it to that, um, that yeah, event.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because it needed so some, some sage. Exactly, some sage, some rose quartz, you know, just spreading something. To spread the soundball. Some <laughs> exactly, exactly, I totally agree. Um, yeah, but how do you, um, feel like, how do you think, like, I guess I have a question for you because I'm just curious to know, like, what your input is, um, with somebody, if somebody is not, um, has a hard time having self-compassion, like, what, how do you feel, like, what do you think are, like, the signs that would show that somebody, like, has a hard time having self-compassion?
0: that is such a great question oh my gosh i love wow you're just like that is a great question oh my gosh you're like oprah this is like a Meghan markle interview <laughs> coming with those hot questions oh my god i love it
1: i well I've, I've had so many people tell me that um i i look like oprah sometimes people are like oh my gosh you remind me of oprah which i mean i don't see but if other people are seeing it, I'm like, well, that's great. I hope that means that I, I, I just like, you know, money is attracted to me. <laughs> that's-
0: and you and Oprah are both just fabulous, <laughs> fabulous queens. Oprah's
1: energy, I'm here for it. <laughs> oh, we'll
0: take it. We'll take it all day. Like, yes. literally, Taquita and Oprah, my favorite people ever. I'm obsessed. <laughs> that is such an awesome question. I think my. I think my answer is going to tie into self-worth. I think that sometimes mm-hmm. people don't show themselves compassion and kindness because they're they're still in search of their worth, right? And I think that sometimes people are trying to find it through other like channels. So, like for example, in the working world, it does seem like a lot of people try to find it through like their job title or like something that they're working on or like Experience or like status, mm-hmm. and like that's just not where self worth comes from, right? Like it's not going to come from that or a relationship, which we'll talk about. Um, it's not coming from like a bank account or like things you own. It really does just come from the heart. It comes from within, and it's it's really like what you bring to this world and who you show up to the world as. So I think that sometimes people don't show themselves that grace, kindness, and understanding of self-compassion because they're they're kind of searching. They're still searching. Um, but the great thing about loving yourself and who you are is that we all have the capacity to do it and we can all learn it, right? Like we each have just so many beautiful, unique, wonderful things that make us who we are. I love just literally like standing in the mirror sometimes and just telling myself three things that... I like about myself. Um, Cause like, I'm no different than anyone else. Like I'll pick myself apart. Like all yeah. like, <laughs> all like, I'll be like, oh my God, I don't like this about myself. I don't like this. But then I'm like, yeah. you know what? No, I'm like, this is our <laughs> life. This is our life. Like, we just need to own it. We need to love it. We need to live it. And right. there's just, we all have so much beauty. I mean, beauty really yeah. it does just, it comes from within and it just, it radiates onto us externally. Um, so yes, I think beauty is just, beauty is a big aspect too so just realizing your own your own beauty and your own magic and just using your superpowers to to just make yourself better and all those around you so that was a really long-winded answer no
1: it was a great answer i loved it it was a great answer that's sweet
0: honey so i guess i would say yeah just kind of finding love for yourself and and everything that you are
1: I agree. Um, And I'm even going to give an example that was triggered by what you just said. Um, When you spoke about people looking um, outside of themselves through like their job description through their bank accounts and things like that. Um, It kind of reminded me of um, this experience that I had or um, as part of my journey here on earth. Um, At some point uh, a few years back, I remember not having a job. Um, Not that I remember, like I didn't have a job. I know, I know exactly what happened, I was there. (laughs) i didn't have have a job at at one point and so that was right at the time like i was still a recent college graduate and i was trying to really figure out like my career i really hadn't found anything that had like um that i felt connected to yet so um i remember like going through different kinds of jobs in like the same career field and just not feeling connected to them and none of them were really working and then at at one point then I actually didn't have a job at all and I remember during that time I was like doing like uber eats and stuff like that and um when I was doing that um I remember like my mom she was so oh my gosh bless her heart she was so worried she was like oh my gosh my daughter she is so, like, I've done everything to put her through life. and oh, now she's doing your mom it. is so
0: cute. Yeah. She's adorable. She so,
1: exactly. She was so stressed out. And I was just like, mom, it's okay. I'm figuring this out. And I remember at that time being so desperate to, like, find something or to, like, figure out something. But the one thing that really sticks out to me every day when I think about it, when I think back to that moment, I really, really remember things coming to me or like me, my path finding its way to me when I really sat down and I started having more gratitude, having more gratitude that I even have the opportunity to do Uber Eats. Like when I started to find joy in the little things, when I started to find joy in the things that you know i would take for granted because i'm like well this is not the career that i wanted so i, I can't be happy when i really took the time to find happiness within myself and realize that the happiness that i was searching for the oh i'll be happy when i get a job i'll be happy when i get to this place wasn't gonna come to me because those things were not actually what my happiness was centered around my happiness needs to come from me regardless of the situation that I'm in. And I kid you not, like when I started to really dig deep and to really find true happiness within that's not attached to any um, bank account, to any job, to any anything, it just seemed like I I, I I blinked my eyes and like opportunities were flying everywhere. Like my life just started getting itself in order i happened to find myself in the career path that i absolutely love which is the career path that i'm in now and i i I just i couldn't believe it and i i I know it sounds like really woo-woo when i always tell try to tell people always tell people or explain the story to people but there's really no better way of explaining it other than the fact that when i really started discovering happiness within myself that is sustained by my own self and how I truly feel my own self-love, my own self-compassion, like having compassion for myself that I was in that moment, that was what I had to do to pay my bills and do what I had to like, you know, get by. And that was perfectly fine. That was, there was nothing wrong with that. Just having that compassion, having that love for myself and loving myself more to know that whatever is meant for me is going to come that's when like all the
0: doors started opening so yeah that is such a wonderful story oh my god thank you so much for sharing that I'm so glad that the stars just all aligned for you and and you ended up exactly where you're meant to be and I love how you you just stayed so positive through it all so whatever life was bringing your way you just had such a good attitude that is so inspiring and beautiful oh my gosh
1: Yeah, um, I always love telling that story. Um, But yeah, what you said just like reminded me of that. And I was like, I have got to share this because um, this is like the perfect example of like self-compassion and like self-love. Yes, Um, it is. yeah, Yeah, yeah. And I love
0: how you're finding joy kind of in like the smallest of things. And I think that on the opposite end of the spectrum, I think that sometimes people, they find one negative in something and then they just... it's just like, they just write the whole thing off. So if like, it's one bad thing happens to some people in the day, it's like the whole day is ruined or like, or like if they're working on something and like one um, problem comes up or one like roadblock, then like, it's just terrible. It's ruined. And, it's just, it's really sad that, like, people, right. just, like, it's like, no, you have to just view that as, like, an isolated event, right? You just have exactly. to view that as, like, one negative. Like, the whole thing isn't right? Ruined, right? That's exactly. just, it's just one negative thing. But on the other end of the spectrum, on the positive end of the spectrum, once you just, like once you learn to just kind of find the beauty and the joy in every day, like right. I love what you said. That's when doors start opening. That seriously yeah. is when the doors start opening. Cause right. I think there's a lot of people out there who they just like, they live for the weekends. They just really, yeah. they're just like, they write the whole week off. They're like, Oh, I have to work. I have to do this. I have to do that. Right. Um, and they're just like waiting around for the weekends. Cause they think that is just like when they're going to be happiest. And it's like, exactly. no, let's strive for happiness today. Even if you right. have a really challenging day and right. you have to work or study or do a bunch of activities, like you can still have a really good day. Mm-hmm. You can still mm-hmm. find moments of joy and wonder and, and light. And we just have to like kind of be on the lookout. We got to put on our binoculars and we got to, exactly. <laughs> they're out there. They're there. Exactly. We just got to acknowledge them. And like you said, we got to um, just be grateful.
1: Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, I I always tell, um, give this example about even just like in the workplace, you know, um, I know like a lot of times sometimes there's a lot of like negativity associated with like, you know, the work culture. And I think for me, um, Just like I was saying, like, you know, when the doors open, I find myself in a career that I love, like, I absolutely love what I do. Like, I enjoy working. I enjoy everything that I do. Like, every single day of my life, every minute, every hour that's accounted for, I usually try to find something to enjoy. Now, have I had moments where I've absolutely something terrible has happened and I just wasn't in the mood to talk and somebody came and they were talking a lot and maybe I've snapped on them? Absolutely, because I'm human and those things happen. But that's when the the reflection and the looking back and, and being able to give myself grace, being like, okay, like we were having a, ba- a bad moment in that moment. Now we have to go to that person and, you know, act accordingly if if it's an apology that's needed if it's um, you know just like reconciling with that person that's needed um, just being able to look back and being able to recognize moments where you are not showing up as your exact self that is a that reflects that is a reflection of somebody who has self-compassion because that 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 shows that you are capable of giving yourself grace in that moment. And another point that I even wanted to say is that um, having self-compassion opens up the door for you to be able to have compassion for other people. You can't have genuine, true compassion or grace or forgiveness or whatever it is for other people if you have none for yourself. And that's that's really like, yeah.
0: Yes, honey, oh my God, that's <laughs> so true. And then kind of tying into relationships, yes i you, i feel like you can't really enter into a relationship unless yes. unless you have that same kind of self love right
1: exactly exactly and um even like what you were talking about when you said um b- like when because like when we're in relationships right arguments happen couples have differences like you're not going to be too same twins with the exact same views on 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 things or even just like friends friends have disagreements and things like that and you have to be able to to be able to look at a situation for like the bigger picture for what it is and not just thinking um that i guess like because i'm having a bad day or or maybe even just even just considering that, that somebody might also be having a bad day. Maybe they deserve grace. And maybe I deserve grace for, um, I, I don't know, not snapping at my friend or snapping at my partner. Um, yeah, I just think that that's like really important. And when you can give that to yourself and when you can look back and be like, okay, I can give this, I, I can give myself grace for this moment. You're more likely to be able to look at other people and their actions as like an isolated situation or as like a situation that you can say, well, maybe I need more context. I need more information to be able to understand what it is they're going through and how they're feeling so that I can maybe find ways to relate to how their their sentiments, yeah.
0: I love that. Oh my God, you're such a good connector. You're so good at like um, just kind of like finding that, that common ground um, and building off of that, so Takuna, honey, when you are entering a new relationship, um, whether that's like with a friend, um, or I guess like significant other, family, or just like whenever you're entering kind of a new relationship, what are some things that you're maybe like trying to incorporate? So what are kind of like those like essentials for you in that new relationship and maybe even, like, maybe in, like, the boundaries? Because I know we've talked about boundaries before with friends. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe, like, what are, like, some boundaries that you like to put in place? And, like, how can how can people kind of find those those things that are essential to them in relationships and even set boundaries? That was, like, 20 questions in one. That was, like, <laughs> <gasps> that was a lot at once. Yeah, um,
1: that, I, that's totally fine. Like, I totally, like follow because my brain works in the exact same way. It's like 10,000 thoughts coming at, at one time. And by the time I finish like 50 of the 10,000, I've realized that I've said like six other ones that are connected <laughs> to like 70 others that are different from the ones.
0: <laughs> I know, my brain is just, it's like a stream of just like a million. things. Right. exactly. Times. Oh my <laughs> yes.
1: gosh. Right, but to answer your question, um, this is, I love this question, because this just recently happened to me, right, so I, I just, um, recently connected with some new friends, right, and, um, I think the thing for me, and I was talking to another friend, um, about how I'm so excited about these friends, and, you know, they just, you know, I'm excited about, they, they bring the, the, the wisdom that they're gonna bring into my life, like, you know, just how they like think differently and how I think a a different way and like bring all that together. But I I think I was saying to one of my friends, one of the things that I really like to incorporate when I'm getting into like a new relationship, whether it be a friend or a romantic relationship is just trying to get to know the person for who they are. Like I try not to have like preconceived like what I think they're going to be Oh, what do I think they're gonna die and I try to just have people just know me or me just get to know them as who they present themselves to be so for example I can give an example like um, say um, say like I, I was just getting to know somebody and then I and I'm getting to know this person and then I, I meet like the other friends or something and then they happen to have like this is like worst case scenario but they happen to have like an argument <laughs> with like uh their other friend that they know um i feel like i'm usually the type of person that tries to i try not to immediately put like a label on like whatever is going on by saying oh well they're mean or something like that or just just putting labels on people or maybe perhaps like they get snappy at somebody and say, oh, they're mean, they're this, they're that, they're that. I just try to be like, I don't have enough context to be in a place where I can judge. So I'm going to allow this person to continue to reveal who they are to me. And then from there on, I would decide like, if this is like, the kind of energy that i want to be around um and i'm talking like if this happens like within the first three months now if this is constantly happening with all the friends that they have like you know and it's been six months and you know they've already been in arguments and stop being friends with like seven other friends that they had now okay it's becoming a pattern but i think that you know like if like something happens like as i'm getting to know them so i try to like not judge people right off the bat because I always try to leave room for more explanation. Um, Now, this can kind of tie into something else that you were talking about, uh, which is boundaries. This, however, can make it very, what's the word? Can leave it, like leave a very thin line between like trying to have compassion for the person and also crossing boundaries. So I think that that's like something that you have to really like, learn how to, um, practice a very tactical manner. Um, that way you don't end up like crossing your boundaries or end up having people crossing your boundaries. So, and I think that, that just comes with this, like communicating your boundaries and, and situations.
0: So, yeah. Yeah, that is so true. And it's definitely tough to, to kind of like lay down like some of those, some of, I guess, those like, just those things that are about you that are that are so important to you. Right. Um, I definitely had like relationships really in the past where I sat like no boundaries and I let people just like walk all over me and just like take me in like different directions. And like, I feel like there's times where I just didn't like, I didn't do anything about that. But you know what? We live and we learn. We live and we learn. And, exactly. and now we know, we know that we're not going to allow that. And we are just going to we are just going to um, set those boundaries and um, kind of set our intentions in the friendship as well.
1: I agree, I agree. And you know, setting boundaries can be tough. Like I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes that is like a something that I struggle with because I'm generally just like an open person. I wanna get to know people. I wanna connect with people. So um, oftentimes that can be difficult uh, because While sometimes you might be going into a situation with like good intentions and really trying to connect with somebody, somebody else might have like their intentions might be something completely different and you might not know that right away. So I just think the best way to go about like setting boundaries and things like that is to communicate them as soon as possible. Like if something, and I don't mean by saying like, going to somebody and immediately being like labeling them like you are this you were that which believe me honey i have done it many times <laughs> <laughs> i have and I, but i const- constantly have to remind myself to be more intentional about the message that how i try to communicate with people like how i try to get my message across to people um, so, and I think like the, the most intentional way would just be to sit, sit down and communicate with the person like, hey, when you do this, I feel this way. Now, I understand, I, I'm not sure if that is your intention or not, but you know, just based on the way that I, um, I guess, you things or whatever the case might be, this is just a trigger for me. So, I just need you to know that so that in the future we don't have any. We don't clash or anything like that. Um, yeah, I, yeah, because if you wait, like after doing that, then it just builds into resentment. And by the time you're trying to put down a boundary, it's now an argument. And then now you have a whole bigger situation on your hands, uh, which is uh, a trap that I've fallen into. Oh, Man- honey,
0: same. It's, it's like quicksand. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm like, I'm stuck. Yes.
1: Exactly. <sighs> exactly. <laughs>
0: Oh my god! Yes, yeah. Well, I love that. That is so. Um, that is so insightful. So, in terms of like romantic relationships, mm-hmm. why don't we? Why don't we shift gears to there too? Yes. So, I'm gonna be transparent. I have never been in like a full-on romantic relationship because a these men need to improve. A <laughs> <laughs> like we need to see some improvement. Yeah, that's
1: all- whole episode oh on. we could do a whole Man podcast series
0: yeah. uh, <laughs> called men <laughs> need to improve yeah like literally yeah. I'm gonna like that. Um, <laughs> right <laughs> right so that's a B I feel like I just really like have not come across someone who I'm like, just like, wow, I just have this connection with you. Because I, I really do like look at a person's like their character. Like I said, beauty really does come from inside. Like I really like take um, note of all of those things. And see, I came out like three years ago. So I guess like it's just like just how life goes. But definitely would not trade. I wouldn't wish some of like those aspects of my journey like on others, but I also wouldn't trade those lessons either. So um, it's just like made me who I am today. But I'm curious, like in a like romantic relationship setting, how can we bring self-compassion into there? And I guess how can we just like have like healthy, um, loving relationships with boundaries um with good intentions because it does seem like i definitely have friends who they enter in romantic relationships and it's like they're basically like bye like right. i'm gonna become a brand new person right. and right. the old person who you used to know oh you don't know her anymore because right. <laughs> i'm brand new now right. um so it's it's interesting how people just can kind of like get really like into their relationships and then kind of like just change who they are, kind of like drop their friends. So again, that was like literally 25 questions in one. <laughs> like literally a game of 20 questions today. Right. Um, <laughs> but I guess maybe we can just tie in self-compassion and um, romantic relationships. So I would love to just kind of hear your thoughts and your insights.
1: Yes. Um, so I think... I can definitely relate. First of all, with the friends that get into relationships, and it's like, bye, I don't know you anymore. Like this person's gone. (laughs) It's
0: like, where'd you go? (laughs)
1: Exactly, exactly. But I think one of the biggest um, things, which I think I I forgot I I forgot about when we're as we were talking about self compassion, is honesty. Yeah. So. Yeah, honesty and not honesty, and I'm not talking about honesty with other people, honesty with yourself. Because like I said, um, and like we both said, uh, we've been talking about uh, having self-compassion and having self-love really needs to come from within. And when you have self-compassion from within, like you're gonna be able to give it to other people, right? When you have self-love, when you have love, you're going to be able to give, give that to other people. Uh, because people can't give things they don't have. So if you don't even have the ability to be honest or the willingness to be honest with yourself, it's, it's kind of, um, I don't know, it's kind of tricky to try and like practice honesty with other people. Now, I bring up honesty to say that um, I think when it comes to romantic relationships, it's very important to learn how to be honest with yourself. So have that conversation with yourself and really ask yourself why you want to be in this relationship and why you want this relationship. Because when you ask yourself these things and when you ask yourself these questions and when you're really honest about the answers, that's where you kind of recognize and you're able to see that, oh, hey, I just want to be in a relationship because I want somebody else to fill my cup because I don't want to take the time out to fill my own cup or I, I'm i scared of filling what what it'll takes to fill my own cup, or I don't even know what it would take for me to fill my own cup for whatever the reason is, or I don't even know there's a, if you're one of those people, you don't even know what a cup is. You don't even know what I'm talking about at this point. Exactly. <laughs> so that's also another thing you haven't, you don't even know that there's a cup to be filled. You don't even know what I'm talking about. That That could also fall into it. So when you're honest with yourself and you're really just like, well, I want somebody to love me, which love, it's a beautiful thing to have people that love you around you. However, um, not to be confused with saying that we don't need love or we don't need like a community of people that, that, that love on us or things like that. We all need that. That's why we're here as human beings, we're supposed we're meant to connect. Like that's how we're naturally wired. Like it's literally like you can't escape it. That is literally the whole point of being on this uh, life path on earth. Um, So not to say that you don't need that, but in order for you to be able to receive that, it's not that it's not there. It's not that love isn't there. It's there, it's everywhere, all around you. It's just, it's either you're on the vibration of receiving that love, or you are not on the vibration of receiving that love. And so when you don't have self love and when you don't love yourself, you're not gonna be on the same vibration frequency of like receiving love. And I love this analogy that I always hear on like this other podcast that I I listen to with I think his name is Jake Woodward or something. I can't remember. I'm terrible with names. Um, but or I'm probably mixing up names of two different podcasters. The first name oh, I do that name. all the time. I, I know. <laughs> he, he gave this analogy where he said, it's basically like being a radio station. If you're on 91.3, you can't expect to, to hear music playing on 96.5 because you're on 91.3. So, and that's just, you're going to hear the music that's happening on 91.3 because that's where you are. Like it's just, that's just how it works. So I think that like being able to, um, give yourself love is what opens you up to love all around you now when you're now on the same frequency you're even able to see that you're able to see oh hey this person is trying to love me this person is doing this this person is doing that etc and all of that um so yeah i think that's that's where like honesty kind of comes in and um with that honesty um you just remember even if like it does come up that that is what you want. That's where you kind of have to give yourself compassion, give yourself grace so that you can be able to open yourself up to figuring out the reasons why you think that you need somebody to love you and you can't give yourself that. You should want somebody to add to the love that you already have, not somebody to bring you brand new love. That's just, that's, that's just not how it works. Um, And I think, I I don't know. In my opinion, I kind of feel like a lot of our generation sometimes, that's kind of what they're looking for. Um, I feel like being in the dating world, it's like everybody's looking for somebody who's going to fulfill them. Like everybody's looking for this, like, I don't know, somebody who's going to make them feel this feeling, which is like very difficult, like very difficult shoes to fill because I feel like you should already have, Feel those feelings for yourself. Like you should have that feeling, that that butterflies that you're looking for in a person. When you have that within yourself, you're going to attract the person that's right for you and the person that that that's meant for you. And you're going to be able to even recognize that. But it's like, I feel like in our generation, we're constantly looking for people. I'm not trying to come for our generation. People don't come for me. I'm just saying, <laughs> just being in the dating world, like I just feel like I notice it a lot. Like, I noticed that people are very much attached to, like, uh, wh- things that they think are going to make a relationship work. And those are the things that they tend to, like, um, focus on, like, trying to figure out about someone. For example, um, for clarity, like, for example, like, oh, does he, does this person, like, what kind of job do they have? What kind of, like lots of ascribed statuses that they look for like oh he has money oh he has that and i'm not saying that it's wrong to want somebody with money or to be with somebody with money but i just think that to have that as like your sole reasons and you're not you're like looking past things like character or not really focusing on that that's where it kind of gets tricky um and that's where you kind of have to do that reflection with yourself like why am i really wanting this and um yeah, I, I think that relationship should should be a lot more than just like um, the surface level stuff. Yeah.
0: Oh, honey, if that isn't the truth. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yes. I feel like people are so shallow. Like I literally heard someone like, probably, like, a year and a half ago, literally tell someone else, they were like, oh my god, his grammar is so good. They were like, that's so attractive. I'm like, honey, like, congrats, he made it past the third grade. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I just, we have to be looking for more, right? Like, we can't settle for less. And- I, I'm a big believer that the energy that we put out into the world is the energy that we get back. Like it right. just like it just like reciprocates, right? So it's like what you're looking for, I feel like you have to like manifest and kind of like put out to the world. Mm-hmm. And I think that like that, that those wavelengths and that love, it comes back to you in just so many unexpected ways.
1: Exactly. Um, I couldn't agree more. Like I just feel like even just like all like all the positivity that you put out into the world i i could imagine that it comes right back to you Uh, if it doesn't like you tell me so i could give the universe a call okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh honey that is so sweet
1: because you deserve it
0: (laughs) oh my gosh
1: (laughs) i feel like uh those things definitely like they gravitate back to you it's it's not exactly about what you try to get you don't try to get like love you don't try to this is the thing that i was i was just talking about this uh, the other day you don't try to get love or to 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 get you don't try to work for money or things things like that you don't try to do those things you don't try to get friends you attract all of those things
0: yes. and that's that's
1: yes you attract all of those things because if you're on the frequency of you know you you try your, you try your best to be a great friend your intentions are always pure like with all of your friends and you try to show up when when you pass when you can when you know that your friends need you you are going to attract people that are more like that into your life sure can you sometimes attract people that are not absolutely yes because sometimes it unfortunately happens that you tend to sometimes you will attract people that want what you have got and it's not necessarily that you actually the word is not even a chat. sometimes people who want what you have will try to come to you and steal that joy that does happen sometimes but you have to be able if you when you have to be able to learn how to listen to your own intuition and to connect with your intuition so that you know when something isn't right and um you know how to you know to follow that intuition when something is not right um and to act accordingly so yeah i i totally agree that what you put out there is exactly what comes right back to you
0: i love it yeah. so much. oh my god that is so perfect Um, I feel like that was a really great point to kind of wrap things up on. Um... But this has been such a fun conversation. I I know when I go back and listen to this, I'm literally gonna take like 10 pages of notes of everything that you said. (laughs) I just like absorb all of the knowledge. Um, But it was just like, it was such a delight and a joy to get to do this with you. Oh my gosh, for the audience out there, I haven't seen Takunda in like literally way too long, like way too long. (laughs) like. Yeah. That should literally just not be a thing. Um, so it was just like so good to see her today and chat. Um, we really hope that you were able to take some things away from this conversation and do some reflecting on how you can incorporate um, self-compassion into your own life and then in turn use that love and that energy and pour it into um, the different relationships in your life whether that be family, friends, or romantic. Um, remembering that you are enough. You are so worthy um you are so valuable and loved just for who you are and we are just so grateful that you listened today
1: yes Um, i love how you said um you are enough Um, i'm sorry i just had to chime in on that i love how you said you're enough and you're valued for being just who you are exactly i love that i love that so much
0: Oh, thanks, honey. I have a sweatshirt that says you are more than enough. And it's like my, it's my favorite sweatshirt. I literally like, I want to wear it every single day.
1: Uh, yes. I love that. <laughs> it's just I a, would too.
0: Yeah. It's just a nice little, a little mantra.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: Yeah. Oh, well this is so fabulous. Thank you so much for joining us to Kunda. And um, what is your Instagram name so everyone can follow you?
1: Thank you so much for having me, honey. It was my pleasure. Um, and my Instagram name is SOTK. So S-O underscore T-K-A-Y. That's my Instagram name. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I love it. Definitely check out Takunda's page. She's fabulous. I live for her. Um, yes. Thank you so much for listening. Take yeah. care, everyone. Bye.